top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. A fuming President Duterte rebuked Vice President Lenny Robredo for supposedly engaging in grandstanding as the country grappled with the devastation caused by recent typhoons. In a lengthy rebuke of Robredo during a televised address Tuesday night, the president said the vice president made a huge blunder when she lied to the people about his whereabouts at the height of Typhoon Ulysses last week. Duterte claimed Robredo knew he was attending a virtual regional summit when the calamity struck. Duterte visibly irked by the hashtag Nasaan Ang Pangulo that trended online last week said he could not excuse Robredo for not knowing the ongoing regional summit last week. He explained that he actually delivered two speeches during the summit and later made aerial inspection of the typhoon-hit areas last week. It's not the time for you. During the campaign, tapaalis na ako. Sige, subukan mo. Matagal na ako maraming sabihin sa'yo, pero reserva ko na lang. When you start your campaign, gumagtakbo ka ng presidente. Waswasan kita ng gusto. Well, this is your bad, this is your nightmare. Sabi ko, pagka-incompetent mo, and you were lying, you knew that I was working. You knew that there was a ASEAN summit. Do not tell me that you do not know about these things. You are the vice president of this country. And you cannot pretend that you do not know what was happening to Guberno. President Rodrigo Duterte cautioned Vice President Lenny Robredo against trying to compete with him, telling her it was not the time to engage in grandstanding. The president said the concerned government personnel and resources were actually on standby to respond to the disaster. Duterte also reminded Robredo that the military will not follow her orders since she was not in the line of authority and asserted that he is the commander-in-chief of the armed forces. Annoyed at criticisms about his supposed absence during the storm, Duterte also shot back at Robredo and asked about her whereabouts whenever she was supposedly comes home late. Robredo recently visited several places severely affected by the recent typhoon extending relief assistance to the calamity victims. When Cagayan was hit by massive floods Friday, she tried to coordinate the military's rescue efforts to assist the victims and updated the public through her social media accounts. She made no comment about the president's whereabouts at that time. Apart from supposedly being dishonest, Duterte belittled anew Robredo's competence, saying she could never rise to the presidency. Alam mo yung mga military ba ito? Hindi yung may maniwala sa iyo. Because tama sila. You are not in the line of authority. Basta ganun. Wala kang times of emergency. Ang ako lang pati ang military. 
It's between me and military pagka pulis. Yan, yan lang sila kami mag-ano. Now, kung sa ano, kung sa civilian, marami, kung hindi mo alam, puro military na ang humawak niyan. Halad, who is a, a disaster talaga for the longest time, nandoon na yan. Rolly Bautista, former general sa army, nandoon na, nakapwesto na. He was absent here because he was there. Na, ala, na, ala, DSWD siya. Alam na niya. So lahat ng kailangan doon, nandoon na yung sa mga military, pati yung mga cabinet member. Vice President Lenny Robredo is undeterred by President Duterte's latest tirade against her as she continues to do her job in helping those affected by Typhoon Ulysses. Robredo arrived in Ragay Town in Camarines Sur on Wednesday morning for her office's relief efforts. She will then visit Barangays Balogo and San Cirilo, both in Pasakao, to bring aid to affected residents. The opposition leader said she is far too busy to be mindful of Duterte's scathing comments when she still has a lot of work to do. On Tuesday night, Duterte accused Robredo of lying about his whereabouts in the aftermath of Ulysses. Robredo said it was very unpresidential for Duterte to threaten her should she run for president in 2022. Robredo said Duterte was fed the wrong information for accusing her of starting an online trend questioning his absence during the recent typhoons. Without naming names, she said someone close to the president could have misinformed him that she began the hashtag Nasaan ng Pangulo, which trended on social media. The vice president said the person who fed Duterte false information should be tracked down. President Duterte has threatened to cut off the funding of the University of the Philippines if the students refuse to go to class and instead participate in anti-government protests. The president issued the warning after resenting that the state university has supposedly become a recruitment ground for communist rebels. Duterte also took a swipe at the Ateneo students mounting an academic strike over the government's alleged inaction to help typhoon victims. He initially told the students to let the government handle the disaster response before he dared them to stop schooling. Duterte assured the students that he and the rest of the government officials are working, disputing allegations that they were sleeping on the job. You are taking the cudgels of the poor ahead of your time. That is not your worry, that is the worry of government. Kami sabi ko nagtatrabaho kami. Government workers kami. Anong silbi namin dito mag-upo lang kung gumalaw para sa tao? Pati yung ganun mga... Huwag kayong pumasok. I suggest to you, stop schooling. Bantayan na lang ninyo yung mga bagyo na dating at tignan ninyo yung mga nangailangan ng tulong na hindi natulungan. Yung mga eskwila, UP, fine. Paghinto kayo ng aral, I will uh, stop the funding. But, 
Nanjanya lah anda boleh anak gino itu kanu kau magri kruh nama komunis saja. Tapos naga aral kayu anggu gusun yang binabibra anggu berno. Masih ada nama nak surite kayu. In Metro News, Mayor Isko vows to bring back GMRC and invest in STEM programs in Manila. Water interruption in 10 Metro Manila areas and parts of Cavite serviced by Mynilad. And riders air gripe over alleged flawed food panda scheduling system. More from this report. Manila Mayor Francisco Isco Moreno de Mogoso vowed to bring back the Good Manners and Right Conduct or GMRC program in all schools in the city. In a meeting on Tuesday with the Department of Education and Manila Division of City Schools officials, the Mogoso said they aim to bring back respect and compassion for each other with the revival of the GMRC program. He also added that it is important to bring back respect of points of view and that despite arguments and disagreements, there should be respect for one another. Under the law, the GMRC program shall be taught as a separate subject for students from grades 1 to 12 with the same time allotment of other subjects. Mynilad customers in 10 areas in Metro Manila and 3 areas in Cavite will experience water service interruptions from November 18 to November 24. According to Mynilad, it needs to clean its basins from the heavy volume of sludge brought by the Typhoon Ulysses to its treatment plants. In an advisory Tuesday evening, Mynilad said affected areas in Metro Manila include Pasay, Calaocan, Las Piñas, Muntinlupa, Paranaque, Makati, Quezon City, Davotas, Malabon, and Manila. Three areas in Cavite, namely Imos, Kawit, and Bacoor, will also experience the daily water interruption. The full list of affected barangays per city is posted on Manila's official Facebook page. At least 50 riders of Food Panda went to the main office of the Department of Labor in Manila Wednesday morning to complain about an alleged undue practice being implemented by the popular mobile food delivery service provider. The riders were complaining about a new system of Food Panda that has resulted in lesser income for the affected riders. Dati po, ang rate namin, fixed lang po yung rate. Ngayon po kasi binago nila. Ano na? Ano na po? Per kilometer na po, hindi nakatulad dati pag-patch. The riders are hoping Food Panda would revert to the old system of giving their freelancers flexibility on when they want to make themselves available. The riders, however, assured what they were doing was not a form of protest and that they just want to convey their grievance to Dole. The riders also wanted to inform the department of Food Panda's system being implemented so that Dole can take action. Here are the top news in other parts of the country. New law increases bed capacity of DOH-run hospital in Iloilo, and Eastern Visayas surpasses 8,000 COVID-19 cases marked, while recoveries in Western Visayas rise. More from this report. A new law signed by President Rodrigo Roa Duterte is set to increase the bed capacity of the Western Visayas Medical Center, a hospital in Iloilo City owned and managed by the Department of Health. From the current 425 beds, the medical center will be able to have a total of 700 beds as Republic Act No. 11496 stipulates for an additional 275 beds. 
the new law is expected to decongest the Western Visayas Medical Center, which has been serving beyond its capacity since 2017. The development came at no better time as Western Visayas Medical Center has been the government's main hospital facility caring and treating those afflicted with the coronavirus disease in the province. The number of coronavirus disease cases reported in Eastern Visayas surpassed the 8,000 mark on Tuesday, November 17, after 99 more infections were recorded. The Department of Health in Eastern Visayas said the region's total number of COVID-19 cases has reached 8,017 but with only 662 active cases or 8.26% of the total. But despite the continued spike in the number of cases in the region, the total recoveries have been reported at 7,278 or 90.78% with 77 or 0.96% fatality. Meanwhile, the Department of Health in Western Visayas reported that there are now 15,793 people who have recovered from the coronavirus disease in the region. Bacolod City posted the highest number of recoveries with 4,638 and it was followed by Iloilo City with 3,902 recoveries. In world news, Francisco Sagasti sworn in as the new president of Peru and Pfizer very close to applying for U.S. emergency approval according to its CEO. Let's watch this. Peru's 76-years-old new president, Francisco Sagasti, was sworn in Tuesday at a special session of Congress tasked with resolving a crippling political crisis. Sagasti was elected as lawmakers meant to try to move on from a crippling political crisis, sparked by the impeachment of a popular president and the resignation of his controversial successor amid protests that killed two people. Sagasti from the centrist Morado Party will serve as interim president until the end of July 2021, completing the mandate of Martin Vizcarra whose impeachment by Congress last Monday set off a snowballing crisis. Pfizer is very close to applying for an emergency use approval for its COVID-19 vaccine after collecting safety data to submit to U.S. regulators, according to the company's CEO on Tuesday. The pharmaceutical giant announced last week preliminary results from a late-stage clinical trial showing the injection it had co-developed with Germany's BioNTech was more than 90% effective after the second dose. Pfizer's previously said it expects to contact the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to apply for an emergency use authorization by the third week of November, meaning the announcement could be days away. In entertainment, the map of the Soul 7 album of K-pop idol group BTS has been certified platinum in the U.S. after selling 1 million albums. The Recording Industry Association of America, or RIAA, issued a platinum certification to Map of the Soul 7 on November 16 simultaneously with a gold certification to the album. This is BTS's second RIAA Platinum certification and third certification overall for an album. In August, Guinness World Records said Map of the Soul 7 earned the title for the best-selling album in South Korea with 4.26 million copies sold as of June 2020 to make BTS the country's best-selling act of all time. In sports, Manila Chicks TM faces a daunting task after being grouped alongside world number one Liman and home side Lusali in Pool A of the FIBA 3-on-3 Doha World Tour Masters 
which starts Friday at the Algarafa Sports Complex. The team of Joshua Munzon, Alvin Pasaol, Troy Reich, and Santi Santillan are determined to overcome such obstacles in hopes of making it to the knockout phase of the first World Masters stint for a Philippine team since the COVID-19 pandemic began. Munzon and company opened the tournament at 11.55 p.m. Manila time on Friday opposite Liman, which is composed of 2017 FIBA 3-on-3 3 -3 World Tour Most Valuable Player Stefan Stochajic, or World Number 3 Stefan Kojic, and Number 4 Mihailo Vasic, and Number 6 Alexander Ratkov. The Manila Chicks TM roster was the same squad that represented Zamwanga City families brand sardines during its successful title run in the recent Chooks to Go Filipinas 3-on-3 President's Cup held at the Inspire Sports Academy in Calamba, Laguna. Asian tech brand Huawei recently released an array of gadgets to further improve your connectivity. In today's Tech Talk, Manila Bulletin Tech News editor Art Samaniego shares with us Tech gears under the Huawei ecosystem. Let's watch this. Hello and good day. This is Art Samaniego and welcome to another episode of Tech Talk. In this digital age, it is important to be always connected. But to be connected, you need the best gear there is. Huawei is one of the tech brands in the country that are continuously providing top-of-the-line tech gears for everyone. Today, we take a look into the newest gears from Huawei, from laptops to power banks, and even a backpack. Huawei surely thought about the needs of a current-day digital citizen, a minimalist backpack inspired by the symmetric and refined style of Parisian architects is for sure on everyone's list to store your gadgets while on the go. The Huawei MateBook 14 2020 is your perfect central control station be it for work or for personal use. It's a sleek and lightweight device with a powerful processor. For added connectivity, the Huawei P40 Pro Plus can seamlessly connect with the MateBook 14 via Huawei Share. You can mirror your phone to the MateBook 14 for a more centralized control station. To keep track of time, your steps, and other exercises, the Huawei GT2 got you covered. And to top it all, it doesn't look like your typical sports watch. It looks more like a premium high-end watch. For more portability, the Huawei MediaPad Pro can keep you on top of things. Just like with the MateBook 14, you can also share files from your P40 Pro Plus through the Huawei Share. Of course, you will need to use up your gears at one point. That's why Huawei also introduced a 12,000 milliamp 40 watt supercharged power bank that can actually charge all your Huawei gears. That includes your laptop. Huawei also came up with a storage device to store all your photos, videos, apps, games, music, movies, and other important files such as documents and office files. The Huawei Backup is a plug-and-play 1TB device to save all of your files from your phone. 
And that is our Tech Talk for this week. Join us again next time in our next episode of Tech Talk. Be fully informed. And those are the news on Web Today, November 18, 2020. It's 37 days before Christmas. For more news and details, get your copy of Manila Bulletin Newspaper tomorrow or log on to www.mb.com.ph. You may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link in this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.